0: The goal is to step into that same space that Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, Amazon Prime, uh, all of them are in and basically robbing them. Like Netflix, Netflix, Disney and Amazon all roughly got 200 million subscribers. Mm. I'm looking at the game like if I can get that ain't even one percent of that. But if I can get like a point percent of that, which is one million people to commit in a year. Now we're talking about a network that's going to have like a $200 million valuation.
1: And three, two, one.
0: You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast
2: with Mr. Sleepless for Suckers himself, David Shand. Y'all heard? Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of The Social Proof Podcast where we find dope people that did dope stuff. It doesn't get uh, much doper than the gentleman sitting to my left. Oh, yeah, no doubt. You know you don't. You already know, right? <laughs> um, but last time we actually tried this interview, we was in Tampa, and five minutes into it, all the lights go yeah,
0: out. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It was about to be a good conversation, too. Maybe we'll we play that like, just
0: started getting good. Bro. Right, <laughs>
2: right, right. We are here, um, Mr. Derek Grace. We definitely got to get the elephant out of the room because um, you make almost $11 million mm-hmm. in 2020. hmm and then 2021, you say, I'm not doing this no more. I'm not teaching classes. I'm not going to make $11 million how I made $11 million last year. I'm going right, to do right. whatever is something different. Right. Which I'm still, even though I talked to you, I still don't understand it.
0: I got you, bro. <laughs> Can you explain this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, well, bro, one main thing, like I was saying before, this year, well, not even to- in total this year, but lately I've been more focused on self-care and just doing things for myself. So money isn't, money is the motivation, but it's not, if I can put it like that. But more so, I've been focused on me and my wants and my needs and what my family need. Or like, you know, just doing things for myself. Like I've over-taught and over-educated everybody else's family since 2012. So that's one main reason. And reason number two is uh, I found a way to make like way more money than that, but not have to do as much work. And it'd be something that I genuinely enjoy doing. So, that's really, and to be honest with you, bro, I've I've made nowhere near, we only ate going on nine months through the year. I've made, I haven't made what I made last year, this year, but that's because like money really isn't the focal point this year. Like I'm like I'm happy as hell. Like that's way more important than the money. So yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't take it back though. 2020 was right. I had a blast. I'm glad I made all that money because I made some dope plays that's put us in a better position. But this year, I'm more so just focused on myself and then working smarter and not harder to, to have a billion-dollar business, you know, and something, doing something I actually have fun doing.
2: Why can't you just do both?
0: Bro, because I'm going to be honest with you. If it's not fun, I'm not really engaging. I'm not, I'm no good. That's but, the best yo, way to put it. All right, yo, check this out. Repeating i gotta, myself to grown people there ain't fun no more.
2: I know, I know, I know. But if there's, The website is going to do numbers regardless. Mm -hmm. All the stuff that you did, content, Mm -hmm. people still understand what the post-Trump hack is and all the stuff that you got going on. Mm -hmm. I just don't see why we got to shut down the whole website because you don't have to necessarily teach them. You just make it available and whoever wants it, they go get it.
0: So I agree, right? But I'm also one of those people that I like, I don't believe in, and this could be wrong, but I don't believe in waiting on people to support me. Like you gonna support me while I'm in the space that I want to be supported, or you'll miss it. So I'm cool with like people not being able to buy it no more. Or like, bro, I gotta wear. I know we at least got we at least got fourteen thousand board games or board games left. But I'm cool with sitting on them and just not making no bread before I just like allow people to support me on their time. I'm straight. You got
2: 14,000 games left.
0: Easily, I know we got 14. Board games alone, not including books, curriculums, I know we got 14,000 games. Because I ordered, like, 17,000 not too long ago. I know we got another 14. (laughs) Hold
2: on. Did you order 17,000 before you decided to quit? Yeah, it was before. Uh, All right, so here's the thing. Let me get them joints. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to put up a, I'm going to put up a site. Derek Grace, too. and so of trying to be like a number two. Yeah, yeah. You
0: know what I mean? I'm not ready. They're they going to they go for sure. How it's... you going to do it but you're not selling them no more? I mean, because well, that's not my interest. So when I get re-interested in that or I feel like it's worth it, I'll do it. But one thing about me, like I, I'm i big on tunnel vision. So once mm-hmm. I lock in on something, I really don't want to hear about nothing else, see nothing else or nothing. Just let me perfect what I'm doing and then I'll think about other stuff.
2: That's another, level of, that's another level of focus.
0: Yeah. It yeah, really no, I, is.
2: Like, I don't even want to be attached to nothing that's going to distract me from where I'm going.
0: But I get it every day. Like, it'll be something in the news that's trending with the culture or anything. People are like, why aren't you talking about this? Why aren't you? I'm like, listen, I'm in my bag right now, okay? Yeah. And I ain't talking about money. Like, mentally, I'm in my bag. Leave me alone. Don't bother me with nothing on nothing. And just let me focus on, you know, the, the task I have. If it take me a year or two to get it done... And holler at me about a year in a year or two mm-hmm. with some other business. How old are you now? Thirty-two. I just turned thirty-two last week. Just turned thirty-two. Mm-hmm.
2: So you obviously it's not like you're retiring. Period. You're just like channeling your focus into another area.
0: Absolutely. I don't want to. It's still gonna be a level of teaching, technically, mm-hmm. but it won't be in the form of literature. It won't be in the form of y'all getting a course, y'all get your bundle, get your book, or me being on Zoom for six hours talking to. 5,000 people, no, nah, I'm I'm good on that.
2: So, okay, so do you have, like, a number that you want to get to where you're done everything? Like, I'm not teaching, I'm not putting out no nothing.
0: Yeah, so the goal is I want DGTV to be a billion-dollar company by my 35th birthday, so I got three years. And once it has a billion-dollar evaluation, I'll be comfortable not doing nothing. So DGTV. I think I think I will. Cause look, like I'm not—I don't plan on slowing down on having children at at any time soon, and I want my children to have a vast amount of options. Some of them may not ever want to work. Some of them may not want to be entrepreneurs. Some of them may just want to read books or or skip around the house all day and sing songs till they're 50 years old. And I want them to have that luxury where, like, I literally spent my entire life doing whatever I wanted to do. Never, never did what I felt like I had to do or society said you're supposed to do. So in order for them to have that luxury, I have to have a whole, whole, whole lot of capital. So I feel that. I, I think a that. company at a billion dollar valuation, I'd be able to maneuver that enough where they could they could pull that off if they want to. All
2: right, and that brings us to another point. Um, the study shows that eighty percent of millionaires are first generation millionaires. Like, mm-hmm. so out of a hundred millionaires, eighty percent got it out the mud. Right. With you affording your kids a lifestyle where they mm-hmm. can just, <laughs> that was funny, sit and walk around the house and sing songs. Yeah, bro, whatever they
0: want to do, I just want them to be able to do that.
2: Do you feel like that could cripple them, though? In terms of they don't have to... I, I believe a good struggle mm-hmm. makes something of you. You know what I mean? Like no, with, I agree. With Truett Cathy, with Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. you don't just get your own store. Like, you got to work the register. Right. And you feel me? So you don't have that fear
0: for your kids? Uh... Nah, bro, I don't. Uh, I know what you mean because I did have that fear at one point in life, but I don't look at it like that no more. I just look at it like, as I study them, I could I kind of see like who's lazy, who's a little lazy, who just <laughs> out of control, and it it just clicked one day. It was last year, it just clicked like, because I remember thinking to myself like, "Yeah, I'm gonna lead them businesses and that." And I'm like, "What if they don't care nothing about business? What if they like?" Have no interest in running or doing anything, and I was like, hmm, I want them to have that option too. But no, I'm I'm not fearful of it. Um, I do agree a good struggle. You said a good struggle make for a good story, Absolutely. right? Not for, for good character. Good this character builds you, yeah. right? But I do also believe that um, taking heed to the game that's given to you, mm-hmm. and the, and the examples in front of you, you know, can also lead a good character too. So I'm gonna say this, bro. I'm not sure it's gonna be a toss up. Right. When they fifty, <laughs> when they thirty and forty, I'll see it like, man, did I play that the right way? I right. will find out.
2: I feel like though, kind of like yeah. li- living in the moment. What feels right right now and the right. future to take care of us all. Absolutely. So you're not interested in like legacy, like y'all passed down the business to my kids and my kids' kids and the great. What if Mm-mm. okay? What if the great? You got a you got a dope name. First, of all. appreciate it, bro. Just grace, right? Like. Right. The Grace legacy. You're not looking a couple generations down saying, yo, I want the Graces to be like the, I don't know, the Biltmores or the, the Trumps. They're building a legacy. Yeah. You don't care nothing about that.
0: I do, but I trust that I trust myself enough to put up uh almost like a um um a monetary bulletproof vest that they'll they'll be okay either way. Mm. I so I ain't gonna lie, around. I'm not I'm I'm gonna be real, I'm not banking on them to run it. I'm banking on me to foresee it good enough that they don't have to run it. The machine will already be well oiled and built, and they just have to step in and play their position and enjoy the life I built for them.
2: I like this different perspective. Yeah. I gotta get back to like Derek. First of all, what was your first tattoo? That'd be interesting. <laughs>
0: uh, it's an A. When it no, it's not an A, it looks like an A. It's an ancient symbol of strength. It's on one of these sides, bro. I don't remember that one, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's an A with two lines. Those are look like, though. That was the very first one. That's the very first one I got on my face. No, no, no. I'm talking about period. Oh, my first tattoo, period. Oh, I said. You were it's straight, straight for the face? Oh, <laughs> no. Nah. It's a G on my chest. Uh, um, Really like that big, bro. I almost cried when I got that tattoo. Well, I, <laughs> but I fell in love after that, and I just went crazy. What, what was your thought
2: process behind getting it the first time?
0: Uh-huh. How old were you? I think I was like I had to be sixteen. I was in twelfth grade, mm. so I was sixteen, going on seventeen when I got my first one. But thought process, it really wasn't one. Bro, me and my cousin just went out. I was like, five, I was like, we should get tattoos, even though they told us not to. And we just went and did it. Did they all get something on their chest? All y'all got it on the chest, or just nah? One was the hands. One of them, one one of my cousins got his hands and his chest done at that same day for the first time. Everybody else went. They went in the easiest spot, like the arm or the hand or something.
2: Gotcha. So, G on the chest. What was the next one?
0: Do you remember? I don't remember after that. Nah. No.
2: Did, did it become a, an addiction? I never got one. I never got one. I was going to. But. For me,
0: bro, it's, it serves... Well, back then, it served as like a, a coping mechanism. And I can't say... I, I would say it can be mm. addictive, too, because, um...
2: I'm sorry. Back, back up. Back up. A coping mechanism. Explain that.
0: So, some people, they go like... Everybody got their vices. Some people... They meditate when they are upset or they dealing with something. Some people are gonna go train real hard. I used to like to get tattoos. So like that, that pain and uh and the expression through the tattoo actually can serve as a coping mechanism for people. Mm. Like for a lot of people, that's when they close the chapter, they're tattoo it, and then that's it. It's permanent now, it's done, it's over, and move on. That's so mm-hmm.
2: they close the chapter of whatever's going on, it's permanent it's with me. Right. And then you move on.
0: Yep. Gotcha, you, gotcha.
2: You. And you never, okay, the first one on the face was the A. Yeah. How old
0: were you there? 2012, I'm 21, 22, somewhere from there.
2: Thought process, give me that.
0: Oh, right, I just didn't want to work for nobody no more. And that was the goal. I was like, how do we make ourselves unapproachable, unhireable? I had just watched a documentary with Mike Tyson, and Mike was saying how he, he used to already defeat his opponents just based off body language and eye contact. And my cousin was boxing at the same time. That's why we were studying, Mike, to begin with. Mm -hmm. And I just started really, um, I just really started tapping in on, like, mental gymnastics and learning how to, like, intimidate or sway or quiet, like, body language-wise. Just quietly, you could interrupt people or Mm -hmm. you could calm people. And once I started learning, like, the the mechanics of body language, I started doing more of my appearance. Because at this point, like, I didn't have to say anything anymore. You knew I was in the room because you when you looked at my face, I like it caught your attention off the rip. Then once I opened my mouth and began to articulate, it's a wrap.
2: Hold on. So first off, you get the tattoo on your face mm-hmm. so that you won't get a job. Right, right. Just in case you ever think about getting a right, job. Right. <laughs> that, that was how,
0: and see, where like I got that one and That's by so like dope, bro. by like a week later, I had a total of eight. Like I remember one day I got hit up like four times in one day. I, a week later, you ate. You had eight. Yeah, I had like eight. I I, I jumped quick. I jumped quick with them, um, cause the pain not that bad. Mm. So once I got the first, I'm like, well, it wasn't that bad? I'm like, cool. And I remember looking in the mirror, like, damn, I don't look crazy enough though. Yeah, like we gotta, I can still get a job with this. Like that's that's that small. <laughs> and then my, and then my cousin's like, you are right, cousin? you need to get some more. Stay late. <laughs> <laughs> I had like literally it was it had because I remember my daddy saying like. Damn, son, son, only been five days. You got all that? I remember literally, bro, within a week, I had a total of eight. And I was just like, oh, this ain't bad at all. I could I, I could do that. And then we just kept going. I don't know. I think last I checked was over like a year ago. I was at like 43, but I ran out of room now, so I'm done with the face.
2: My question is, though, why do you want to look intimidating?
0: So not intimidating. It's a form of expression. But I began to see how intimidating... It was when I would be amongst people. Uh, Cause I be, I was still an entrepreneur at this time. So I was fresh in entrepreneurship, so actually like a money. But I began to see like how the confusion and the unknown would actually work, can work in your favor when you're dealing with people because they kind of don't know which way to go. Cause I'm I'm very cool, comic collector. I don't say much. And then I look like this. But on the back end, like I'm well articulated. I'm I'm very distinguished, but I just started to see like, how, how you can like, literally redirect the room or control it with no words, just based off your presence, your eye mm. contact, and your visual. So from there, like, I started I start utilizing those tactics in actual business. it has been, it's been plenty of people where I needed things to go in my favor. So giving them a firm handshake, making eye contact, and getting within like a foot of them. Even though I was cool, I was chilling. But I just saw how that assisted in me getting the, oh yes, we could do that for you. We can make that happen. Mm. And I just went, I had I peeped it from Mike, but I took what Mike Tyson said and we just ran with it.
2: Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. So it, it's all into it, like the way you shake a hand, the way you look in somebody's face, like right, bro, we're gonna get this contract, deal done.
0: The 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 family unit, the the every the vicinity, bro, everything. It's Good. all intentional. Good. It's all intentional. I've never
2: seen you with like less than 20 people. Okay. Yeah. So is that is that a part of it?
0: I mean, well, I do like the team close. We build it nonstop. Um, I do like business-led missions. I mean, women-led missions. So you're gonna predominantly see women with me all the time. I think they, I just think they execute much better than having like a male team. And they also provide like a level of peace and calmness as well as execution. Mm. So for me, um, I'm always that's how I that's how I always I have never been big with. I mean, if you go through my IG, you see it's not a lot of men on there. Like I just no. don't be around men. But no, we always keep the team intact. I'm big on people practicing inclusion, especially with their children. So I'm always have either one or two of my children or all of them, depending on the environment. But yeah, bro, and 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 I'm family. I'm family based. So yeah, I, I like I like to have a. A secluded circle with me, like I like to have twenty people with me, but hide us in our section. Well, I like twenty people, but it gotta be my twenty people gotcha. that's, the, that's the best way to put it
2: so all right, so are these so everybody that's like rolling with you right mm-hmm. are I know a good portion is family right mm-hmm. what what part of staff and like what do people do on the team and
0: that's that's a good question, uh. I don't really look at this staff. I get what you mean, though, because that's what they are, staff. But I just look at it like this, this the circle. So... Um,
2: Somebody got to add value, though.
0: Oh, no, for sure. I'm like you if if, if yeah. you're
2: around, you're like, yo, bro, what you doing? Yeah, like?
0: So, over oh, the team right now, um, Mama Temple over there, that's uh, my mother in love, not law. Mm. But her and my mom, they... Tend to our children. I got a football team work. I mean basketball team. <laughs> they tend to the children or they make sure they're good. They make sure that they, she makes sure the house in order, everything mm-hmm. running smoothly. Uh just the small stuff, bro. Like cause I be moving so fast and I'm not the most hospitalic person. I know mm-hmm. I just made that word up, That's but a good one. she gonna make sure people got drinks and snacks when it comes to the career. When we in the meeting, she gonna make sure everybody hydrated. Uh Liz, she gonna execute. Um, I just throw her ideas And she just You know Take it to the end zone Tyrese He a part of the network As well as Liz um, And Ty- Tyrese Just get a lot done On the back end Like Even Even, even in the EYO event bro Like And it bothered me For a second But people kept handing him their cameras To take pictures I'm like He is not your Designated <laughs> picture man But he just ha- he just, he Which just, one Which one Who Right there oh, okay. He okay, just, gotcha, He'll gotcha. knock it out though Right, right. he'll knock it out then he'll get on camera and shoot something for the network run to the store to mm-hmm. make sure we got the obstacle courses everything uh, Gabe Gabe is right there next to Chelsea which one's Gabe? Uh, what's up Gabe? he the plug bro he is I keep him close and I don't allow people to get access to him. everybody be trying to get to him and I be I be hitting him with curveballs all day <laughs> but he the plug bro from the board games to the video game anything we ever done overseas he oversee all that uh he responsible for this family making millions and millions. Cause I would not have those connections if he didn't have them. Um. Uh, who else? Who else right there? Cadiz is here. Major A one. You know they're gonna chase you down with the camera. Make sure the shots is right. Who's Major A one? Major over there in the black. A okay. one to the left in the blue. All right. Um. Am I saying it right, bro? Y'all executive produce the things on the network, right? That's the right word. Okay. Something like that. His name pop up in the credits. I know that. Okay. Uh Derrica standing up, waving her hand. Hey. She critiques our food while we're like, on the bro, road. You
2: acknowledge me, first off.
0: Yeah, she she critiques our food while we're on the road and she make all the complaints that we be trying to ignore or don't want to complain about. <laughs> She'll remind <laughs> us that this blanket ain't big enough. This room too small. <laughs> da, da, that's her role. But she will be doing a lot on the network. She got a cooking show coming. She got some cool stuff coming on the network. Hold on. Um, How old is she? How did She just turned 10 in June.
2: But I have a cooking show.
0: Yeah, yeah, she's gonna have a vegan cooking show. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Very late. Uh, and Tabby, Tabby, what's the what's the actual title? Title. Executive assistant. So, Tabby just take the conversations and bring them to life. Basically, like whatever we talking about, it'll appear in like five minutes. Okay. <laughs> and outside that, brought me my my pops handled the payroll. He run a gun store. Uh, Alvin back there. That's, that's who drew—that's uh, my partner with the art know. company, Grace Assets. Definitely got to
2: add, answer a question for that, too.
0: Um, I know I'm forgetting people. That's everybody who in the room, though, bro. Gosh. And Khadijah is the brain trust. She, she, um, I want to say I think it and she make it happen, but we both think, bro. So she just, I don't even know. Bro, you know what? I need. we got to define brain trust. I asked, we was actually just talking about that yesterday. <laughs> we, we need a solid definition. So when somebody asks me, I could just run it, run right, it up. Right, but right. for the most part, bro, like she step in either where I can't or I don't want to and basically fill my shoes and still execute anything on my behalf. You
2: know, it's kind of dope too, because I, I, um, I have a pretty ex, ex, extensive team, mm-hmm. but they all don't roll with me. I got Get you. You know what I mean? What is the... What is the, the 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 psychology behind that? Like, yo, know, you you always need everybody close so we can execute together. Or it seems like you just pick people you like and then say, yeah, yo, you good at this?
0: <laughs> you the brave trust. Let's go. No, nah, no. Nah. So, the closeness to me, bro, is good for the synergy because I feel like I'm we we had a, we in a real creative space right now, especially with launching a network. So, to, for me, it's best that we together so we can create on demand, like on. Because it's like, it hit different when the idea come to you at eight and you text it and then like, all right, cool. When I see you next week, we gone. But so I do, I like the closeness for the creativity. And then also, bro, um, with having a network, we're able to shoot in real time what's going on. Right. So literally, I'm going to present these people, DGTV as a whole network, while we on the back end shooting a docuseries on how we made a billion dollar network. Mm. So it's just a double win with having us here. We working while actively being on the show, while building, while processing ideas, while planning out our next month at the same time. So it just it worked out perfect.
2: Got it. And I think yesterday I became your business partner without me knowing.
0: What you mean? So remember, I mean, y'all, art.
2: y'all, <laughs> like we was on stage, mm-hmm. and I mean we got presented with the art. Yeah, like, yeah. First off, it was the dopest piece of art I ever received, and sure, it was on bro. a canvas. Quality was crazy. And I never had a picture painted of me that looks just like me. Yeah,
0: yeah, okay. it. was
2: crazy. Appreciate but it. After, mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, Yo, man, you like the paint? I said, Yeah, it's dope. He said, All right, cool. Here's how this works. I've given it to you, but we're going to turn it into an NFT. We're going to print it. We're going to put it mm-hmm. on a website. You make like a certain percentage off it. And I'm like, I'm like, Hold on. I, I don't know what you said. Okay. Yeah. It just seemed like. We in business together now. Yeah. So can you explain what's going on with this art?
0: So, bro, really, Alvin know that better. See, bro, this... this I'm honestly to say this right. I think one of the biggest traits of leadership is knowing when to defer. Mm. So art is bro lane. Marketing is mine. Mm. So we merging those two worlds and he coming up with creative ways that we could win as well as the people we gifting it to and everybody makes some paper. So I know that was the gist of it, but yeah, bro, correct me if I'm wrong too, bro, but basically... We gifted to David, we put it on grace assets, and then when people purchase it, David gets a percentage every time his picture, a print of his picture, is purchased, right? So we gift it to you,
2: okay?
3: When we put it on the website, mm-hmm. people buy it, you, you it's on your page, the link is on your page, mm-hmm. and it will go to our page, the graceassets.com. And then when they buy it, you get 20 to 30 percent of the net profit, mm-hmm. it just goes to you every month. And then you we'll have the coloring book, which you'll be in as well. You just send us a brief bio, and you'll get royalties from that. And also, when we create an NFT, as you know how NFTs works, every time someone resells the actual NFT, you'll get a percentage of that. So all you have to do is just keep being great, and it's going to appreciate with time. That art piece alone is valued higher now because it was presented on EYL. But as time grows, it appreciates. Uh, as your name gets bigger, it appreciates. As their get, name gets bigger, it appreciates. As my name as an artist um, gets bigger, it all appreciates. So down the line, 10 years from now, um, if you decide to gift it to a gallery or a friend or a family member, when you gift it under your business, it's a tax deductible for you. Since um, I think the law is you can't gift over 15000 in cash, but when it comes to something tangible, it's no value. You just take it to an appraiser and you can Say it's worth $5,000, you get to it, that's a tax deductible, of $5,000 off your social Okay. You. Pod, pod, so yeah. So here's,
2: here's typically, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Here's typically how a business works. Mm-hmm. You're like, ask me. You're gonna be mm-hmm. like, yo, this is what you want to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, no, this, uh, here's this. Oh yeah, okay? oh, oh no, bro, it's 100% <laughs> I like the, optional. I know, 100% but optional. no, no, I, I kind of like the fact that you just assume because it's a good idea, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody had art like cast had a joint. I'm like, yo, y'all ran the play. That <laughs> was you,
0: crazy. Baby. Thank you. That was the goal.
2: <laughs> I like how you moved. <laughs> Nobody asked me though. It's Appreciate like this it. is what happens. All right. So you got you got to take me back too, man. Um, before Derek Grace too. You always been Derek Grace too. But mm-hmm. before the tattoos, mm-hmm. before business entrepreneurship. What was going on? Take me back like 12, 13.
0: Uh, that's a good one. 12, 13. So, bro, I was always business-minded uh, for a couple of reasons. Not obvious ones. Like, oh, I want to grow up and be an entrepreneur. More so, I never liked authority. And my daddy taught me a lot about finances. So, I began to realize, like, in this world that we live in, the more finances you have, the more authority you either have or that you can purchase or use as a resource. So, Early on, I wanted, like, a lot out of life because he exposed, like, he he was taking me out of the country. Yeah, first time I've been in the country was 12 or 13 of the summer. Mm. So he had been taking me out of the country, just exposing me to different things. So I always wanted more. But when I saw, like, um, it's actually, like, the resources and the power you can get with the dollar, it made, it just, the the two just perfectly intertwined. And I wanted to get a lot of money and I wanted to do it independently. And again, not because I I, I didn't even know there were entrepreneurship as a child. I just knew I didn't like listening to people. So early on, um, what I did, job-wise, I know, I know. My first job was working at a skating ring. I worked at Steak and Shake. Really? Yeah. Uh,
2: I'm trying to get the visual. <laughs> what
0: the no, bro, it's terrible, right? Because I worked overnight. <laughs> me and my me and my best friend at that time. We was the only people there. So like, this ain't nothing proud of, but like, we used to take orders. So, look, we would take a big order, but charge them for like a sauce and a drink. <laughs> 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 so, we would keep their paper and then put it in the register. Like, it used to make oh, sense until we got, out. yeah, until we got caught. <laughs> <laughs> well, he got caught. I ain't get caught, but they got rid of both of us. But, yeah, bro, that second shake, I worked for uh serious radio, like cold calling people, like, hey, would you like to get a really? serious subscription? Yeah. um, I went to college and got three credits and was like, nope. <laughs> uh, what other job I had skating ring steak and shake serious oh and I used to work at the sheriff's office uh, during the summer my pops um, in law enforcement so he got me a job there early on they paid us really well to be kids so how, I definitely how old was, was this? I had to be like 13, 14 making like $2,000 a month really? yeah oh, you was yeah. up? yeah yeah no they they paid us some bread they paid us good and yeah. then I ended up I was a nine one one dispatcher from eighteen to twenty two, and that was the last job I ever had.
2: Real, yeah. What's, when was the first face tat? How old?
0: Twenty two. When I left that job, like right after that. Right after. Gosh, you guys. Literally, I was I was going out of there for like three days, and I went and got my face tatted. Yo,
2: so you was there four years answering like like call nine, center
0: nine one one. What is your emergency? Yeah.
2: What else was you doing during that time frame?
0: though? uh, so bro, one thing I forgot to mention in high school we wanted to open a club, uh, a strip club and a tattoo shop. Mm. Like, we was, at, we was in 11th grade, like, trying to figure out how we can get a brick, brick-and-mortar business.
2: <laughs> it seems like watching your stories, you about to own the strip club, for sure. Like, <laughs> it seems
0: like that's no, the bro, next Me, play. me and my wife definitely done talked about it multiple times. We just ain't, we just ain't went forward with it yet. But, um, so, bro, at that point, I didn't have, oh, no, I worked at Winn-Dixie. I forgot a job. Mm. I, worked, I, was, I worked on a stock career at dixie But during that period, it's like 12th, 11, 12th grade, um, me and my cousin, and my godbrother, we went and invested in some illegal things. Mm-hmm. Like my brother got 15 years; he's still in prison. By, really? Yeah, uh, still he get out and like what well, should be getting out soon. I don't know the exact date, but anyhow,
2: was you with him? Like you were, you were with him?
0: No, we funded it though.
2: Mm.
1: So,
0: ba- so basically, like, my brother called a charge. He was in a a drug treatment a drug treatment program. So he got this amazing idea, like hmm, I'm in the drug program. I suggest just sell drugs to the people who are trying to get, get out of the drug program. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yo, he's a so, savage, bro. <laughs> so, bro, I'm in like 12th grade. My brother, oh, he's four years old. He, he, he like, bro, I got this play. Like, we going to make this amount of money. You can get the club and a tattoo shot. I'm like, oh, say less. Let's do it. So, anyway. Just selling that, drugs that to the people trying to get out
2: the drug program.
0: Yeah, that was one of my, that was my, you know what, bro? That was my earliest, like, real investment in life. And I was in 11th grade, and we gave him the money for that. It worked for a little bit, but clearly it didn't because he got 15 years shortly after that. But
2: wow, 15 yeah. years for, well, what was it?
0: Oh, trafficking, all type of stuff, bro. He had already, he had already, my brother had already been to prison one time. But because of who my pops was, they just, like, gave him a slap on the wrist. Like, he literally went to the processing center. He didn't even go to a real camp. They just sent him back based on, like, my pops being able to make some stuff move around. But that mm. second go around, they weren't, they weren't, they weren't hearing <sighs> And they great. like, so what they could do too is they could b- basically bring up your point sheet over your whole criminal career and then max you out. Mm. His original sentence was 60 years and it went to like 42, <sighs> 25, and then it finally went down to 15. And it's been at 15 for like 11 years. So I'm sure 15 is what it's going to be. I
2: bet he's pretty proud of you though.
0: Oh yeah, yeah nah, he love it. Yeah, he yeah. love
2: it. Yeah, yeah. I bet you make sure he's straight in there.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, nah, he good to go. Was exactly. you ever in the streets too? Um, like you yourself? So, bro, the only time I'm gonna say this, The only time I went outside is when like people made me come outside. Other than that, I'm quiet. I be chilling, I mind my business. But I had a shooting in 2015. Uh, they did the whole first 48 interrogation thing, but nothing came up. It was clear to self defense. So,
2: what's yeah. you mean first 48?
0: You know, first way they, they take you in the interrogation the show, yeah, room yeah, and like yeah. give you food and all that. They was nice. They took me in there and gave me stuff, but they gave you food? I didn't have nothing to tell. Just like, yeah, shout on me, it blah, blah. And I was
2: like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they recorded though, because normally when the first get food, they told us. <laughs> <laughs> you see Derek with like Popeyes or something like that. Like, dang, you see that? No, no, bro, they
0: just giving me drinks. He offered me a cigarette. I was like, I don't smoke, bro. And I was just like, <laughs> I'll take a sprite though. I took the sprite. We had a conversation. So, what was,
2: happened in that? What Like, are you able to kind of yeah, talk about was, Yeah, like, you, 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 it was wonderful. Um,
0: in short, bro, I was going to get one of the mothers of my children. She wasn't the mother of my children at that time. Um, her her mom and I had a disagreement, and her brother her overheard the disagreement, so he came outside. Um, I had my daughter with me. I had Derek with me, and he went to open my car door. So as I get prepared to shoot him, his mom ran around, because she saw the gun before he did. And jumped in the way, and they both end up getting shot. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, but they're all right. They survived? Yeah, they're all right. Yeah. Did
2: they try to, like—how how does that work? Like, do they try to, like, sue you or
1: once no, that happens? more than anything,
0: she was trying to—she uh, felt like it was clear self-defense because who my daddy and my family is in mm-hmm. law enforcement. But, no, in America, you literally can't, like, open people's car doors no, right. and attempt to touch them. You sure. get killed for that. But uh, but no, that was all that came of it. Uh, what
2: did you learn from that scenario?
0: Um, <laughs> my first answer wasn't a good one. I learned.
2: Uh, <laughs> give me the first one, and then you, you give me a better one,
0: bro. The first one kind of bad. Like I I know when when the mother of my child see this, she'd be upset if she heard my first answer. So I'm gonna say that one. Okay. But uh, <laughs> uh, second answer. What did I learn? I think in every,
2: every situation, right? I mean...
0: Oh, I learned the importance of um, nepotism. I learned the importance of...
2: What does nepotism mean? Joe, Joe doesn't know what that means.
0: You know, just so, give, you. giving your friends and family a job. Just making sure that certain uh, parameters are put in place that their life on the work, work, on the work side is not as hard as everybody else that got to get a job there. But uh, yeah, bro, that was the How biggest How does that lesson.
2: situation teach you nepotism?
0: because they treated me like they was arresting a king when they got there, based on who he is. Mm-hmm. So, like, my experience, like, initially when they got there, right, they draw their guns, uh, they had me walk. Like, he literally timed, it. he was, like, take 17 steps backwards. And literally, right at the 17th step, I was, like, he just knew perfectly, right? So I take my step backwards, I get there, they give me, like, the most inappropriate pat-down ever. <laughs> and they was, they was mean at first, right? They cuffed me, put me in the car. Mm-hmm. And my pops get there. And he literally came to the car like the deputies, I could see him screaming on the other side of the window at me, but I can't hear him.
2: Mm, he, get the,
0: the yeah. he get the door open. He's like, why won't you tell me who you were? And I'm confused. I'm like, what? And he was like, why you didn't tell me who you were? And I was like, I'm the one called y'all. I gave you my name. <laughs> and he was like, um, man, I used to be your Little League football coach. And I'm looking, I'm like, what? Well, I just shot somebody. I don't remember the Little <laughs> League. Like This ain't got nothing to do with nothing. But bro, he opened the door. He was like, "You are not a criminal, man? Why you even tell me you are?" He take my cuffs off. They went and got me a, a squad car that had like an extended back, like basically not a small back, so I could be comfortable. And then even when he when the new deputy get there with the new car, he like, look, um, he like, what you like listen to? Only thing I got on my my iPod. What? you on the mob, bro? Yeah, right. He's like, What's he's like, only thing I got on my iPod is meat Mill or Eminem. And I was like, and my mom round just like. Because, bro, shooting somebody is a traumatic experience. I ain't thinking about Meek (laughs) Mill or I just like, put on Meek Mill. So my car also, bro, my license was suspended when this happened, and my tag was bad. He comes to the window. He like, hey, call somebody. Tell them to come down this back street. Get your car out there. He was like, the media going to be here soon, and I don't need anybody, you know, seeing nothing that they don't need to see or da-da-da-da. Why are they treating you like this? My pops retired Secret Service. My great-granddaddy retired from both Tampa Police Department and the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office. And I got a bunch of other relatives, but, like, my great-granddad laid a lot of groundwork. He was one of the first black officers in Tampa. Mm. So in that city on both sides, we have a lot of favor based off stuff that he did, like, 50, 60 years ago.
2: Do you ever think about, like, what that created for you in your life and you doing that for your kids?
0: Absolutely, bro. That's why, like, me and my lady talk about all the time, like, if one of our children not directly in law enforcement, we gonna have somebody like a good friend directly in law enforcement. Cause I know for facts from experience how you get handled when you know the right people. Yeah, yeah. that's a fact. That's a fact. All right,
2: I want to. I want to get into like the business side of your business, mm-hmm. right? I need to know the breakdown of this eleven million. I got you. What did you do before twenty twenty?
0: Money wise, all right, two thousand nineteen. Well, what were you selling? Uh, similar format: books, curriculums, board games. Okay. But um, so, two thousand and eighteen was one point four million. We had a beautiful jump. Twenty twenty mm-hmm. was a different monster. Yeah. One point four million, two point. I mean, two thousand nineteen was like two point one, I believe. And then twenty twenty is when we hit for right up under eleven million. But bro, the biggest thing. I just continuously was watching how Trump could get the whole world in a frenzy, especially the internet, yeah. when this man would tweet. And I remember, like, me and Gabe would be talking, he'd be like, bro, they finna charge this amount of money for your shipping. Trump just tweeted some BS, and now the Chinese going crazy. Jeez, da, da, da. And I'm like, damn. I'm like, so I'm sitting back, I'm like, hmm, this bro, election year, so he finna be on TV nonstop on yeah. the internet. Um... If he lose, it's still his last year. So I know he going out wild. Right. He wilding every day anyway. And I seen the impact on the internet, bro. And it was January 9th of 20, 2020. And I had this idea. I'm like, man, mm, I should just repackage my curriculums but rebrand it with a new title. So we just took the same curriculum that's been out since 2014, 15. Really? Repackaged them, leveraged it with his name because he was popping already, called it the post-Trump. And it went crazy. And the beauty of it is it worked three ways. Right. So if it's post-Trump, this title signifies that this is the information you should invest in after Trump. For sure. So a bro lose because I, I, I start peeping and people come to me and be like, man, that was genius. He's about to lose. You made the post-Trump pack. I got mine. OK, cool. As long as you got it. <laughs> then you had another demographic. Of people that was like, oh, you're black. I'm black. I hate Trump. I'm buying it. Cool, long as you right. bought it, <laughs> and then you have people who rock with him, who wanted to buy it just to get my take on him because they were so intrigued, and found out like I said, bro, name I think one time in that whole like two three hundred pages, he literally has nothing to do with that pack. It was just the era of Trump because he was mm-hmm. our president. I put post Trump on it, and that energy mixed with the excitement that he would bring just made the numbers go crazy. The
2: same information you were selling in 2014-15.
0: Absolutely. That's why I tell you all the time. I'm like, y'all tripping. Y'all could have bought the curriculum individually four years ago for $20. But now because you waited, you could get them collectively, but now I'm going to hit you for like $800. All
2: right, look, I know you're enjoying the episode, but I got to tell you, finally, you asked for it. And we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle.
0: Same conversation, just my value as a brand and a businessman with a... So for me to rehab this conversation with you, now I'm finna charge you like 40 times what I would've charged you five years ago. Goodness
2: gracious. He's smart like this all the time, y'all. <laughs> be coming up with this stuff all the time. I didn't even mm-hmm. like... It's crazy because I guess foundational information for success is mm-hmm. the same. It hasn't changed. Right. But as entrepreneurs, we always feel like we got to create something new. Mm -hmm. and what you're showing me right now is we don't have to create something new we just have to Mm -hmm. brand it differently
0: absolutely and bro the beauty of the beauty so this is like one thing that I'm proud of (coughs) with the post Trump we took a campaign and we ran a campaign all the way until January of this year so we we made that thing bubble, sizzle, blow up re-blow up a hundred times in 14 months and I remember me and Khadija talking about it I was like you know like, albums don't even have that type of shelf life. Yeah. After a while, it's gone. But we had the pack, and then we threw more energy into it when we launched the course. And then we price-pointed it to where one was far greater than the other. So it almost created this... It basically put it like this. We would tax on the course, but go on the low end on the pack. But I know the consumer really wanted to be able to see me and learn this hands-on. So... But right now, why they ain't got it, they kinda got it. They going they're gonna settle for the pack, but they're gonna double back and get the course because I'll then go market on social media and be like, hey y'all, tonight in class, I'm covering page 88. And those people that's been in a state of confusion that only could afford the pack, they finna figure out how to how they can afford it and get in the course tonight. So we juggled that back and forth. And then too, bro, a bundle. Like one thing I learned with the culture is they love to feel like they're getting something for free. Mm-hmm. So at a certain point, it's just intellectual property and it's already on paper. It's already a digital file. Like, I love email money. So I like that was another thing, too, that differentiated the money from last year. to This year is I don't do digital products anymore. But last year I was doing digital and people like I like email money. No overhead, no shipping. Just sending emails all day for five and eight hundred dollar transactions.
3: Dang, that's crazy.
2: I'm, I'm trying to think of like what's some stuff I could sell that I did years ago because the, the stuff works. Right. It works. But that's, we're right still in the post-Trump situation and Biden's doing all kind of weird stuff Mm. and you could really be running the bag all the way up some
1: more. Yeah, no, no,
0: bro, we we definitely 11 could could have been a light year. Yeah, but no, bro, this is going to be a light year because this is my goal. All
1: right, let's do some quick math. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof.
0: Network-wise, my goal is for the network to be making $14 million a month by December. How? A uh, million subscribers. Okay, And at my subscription rate from... Even like when you say that, when you said this, he's like, bro, why would you walk away from a situation that's net and 11 and you got faith that this other one just gone? Because, bro, even like... I'm just
2: saying, more, most people like, they'll stop when things slow down. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, if, if this whole podcast thing don't work out, and I see the numbers start dipping. That's when I go into, you know what? I ain't doing podcast no right, more. Right, right. I'm doing something else. Because this thing's not working. Right. You feel me? I just, I really do love your focus, man. Because I, I definitely want to get into how you're going to build out this network. Because that's interesting.
0: It, right? Yeah. So give me the idea. All right. So, I'm guessing
2: um, Netflix gave a good concept.
0: No, nah, bro. wasn't Netflix. No? It's funny, right? As we, I want to make sure my chain ain't hitting the mic. Oh, yeah, you go. Yeah, you go. So bro, the, the funny thing is, um, as we have in this interview, um, my assistant hit me and was like, "Discovery Channel want to have." She like literally just texted me and was like, "Send me the screenshot of Discovery Channel trying to figure out what it what DGTV is." So I'm gonna tell you where it started. It started with Discovery Channel. They reached out a long time ago and was like, "They want to do a three, like a three show deal, uh, a business show." A couple's counseling show and like a with me and Chelsea. And then, man, what was the other one? I can't remember the third concert. So I was for it. I'm like, cool. Okay, this TV, this sounds good. This sounds promising. We have like five meetings at this point. The last meeting was like May 29th in Puerto Rico. And I'm trying to enjoy myself in Puerto Rico. So I was definitely annoyed, like, damn, I got to stop having fun and talk to y'all again. We ain't getting no business done. Y'all just keep wanting to talk. We don't give them access to the course because they like, well, we want to study, blah, blah, blah. cool. We don't give them access to courses, books, board games, everything. So it's May 29th. We had this hour and a half conversation. And I'm like, all right, cool. They, they sounded promising again. Nothing happened. So fast forward, I'm in Las Vegas. I've, I've had some medicine. I'm feeling good. And I go to Raising <laughs> Cane's. And I'm in Raising Cane's ordering my food. And I see that their CEO has, like, a placard on the wall, and it's like, be sure to tune in to Discovery Channel. He got a new show called, like, Restaurant Revitalization, something like that, right? So I see bro, name, and I'm like, how much he worth? So I go Google him. I could have sworn he said, like, he worth, like, $5.6 And I remember seeing with Chelsea and other people, I'm like, imagine having, having a worth of $5.6 and rather than build your own platform and leverage your stuff independently, you go sign a deal to Discovery Channel. I remember, like, and salute the I can't even remember bro name. Salute to him. I ain't hating, like, he he doing, he a big dog for sure, but just in that moment, I'm like, I couldn't imagine leveraging my likeness to another platform and I'm a billion dollar giant myself. Like, yeah. we just would have built it in-house. So I remember, like, laughing, like, yeah, he wilding and blew it off. And then after that, um, I get home two days later, bro, and I I don't know if I hit Khadija while I was in Vegas or the two days later, but I'm, I'm sitting with my medicine again. I was like, you know what? We done with Discovery. We just going to code our own whole network and do it ourselves. I hit her. She hit her cousin out in bro in China or Japan because he do all our mm. code and stuff. And I was just like, bro, do you think you could pull this off by my birthday, August 20th? Bro, this is last month in July. He literally had like 36 days and he was like, If we get started today, I'm confident I can make this happen. I was like, cool, press the button. Boom, press the button. Literally sent the wire that night so we can get started. And we've been running ever since. So, yeah, bro, the goal is to step into that same space that Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, Amazon Prom, all of them are in. And basically robbing them. I know, like, Netflix, Netflix, Disney, and Amazon all roughly got 200 million subscribers. Mm. I'm looking at the game like, if I can get... That ain't even 1% of that. But if I can get like a point percent of that, which is 1 million people to commit in a year, now we talking about a network that's going to have like a $200 million valuation after the next year based on if we just stay stagnant at that 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 million person subscription point. And then outside of that, bro, if I'm basing off the history of my last couple of subscriptions we did, they were all much higher than the $13 rate that we're charging out with way less value. And so the beauty of having a network is not only can we still educate them, but we can give them comedy. We can give them drama. We can give them docu-series. We can give them, my like, people are super intrigued with my real life. Because I do post about real things I do, but they never get to see it. They just see the still post and be like, dang, they be having fun. So with the reality show, they'll literally be able to get to see how much fun we have with no censorship, no blanket. No, you can't say that. You can't show this, like, whether we want to go... Church a full nude. We got, we got free reign. So, bro, we everything independent from having to purchase bandwidth to run it to the coding to original content, everything in-house from the camera crews to the lights to, like, people who've been grinding with me, helping me make the other businesses million-dollar mm-hmm. businesses are the people who stepped up and was like, so cool, I'm going to still help you get a million on the other stuff, but I'm going to get in front of the camera for the network, and we're just going to bring it full circle. So, like,
2: you're talking about, like, every aspect of your life. Like, like when you and your wife go out fishing.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, nah, bro. I, I, I de- <laughs> you see it. Nah, yo, bro. It's so, and bro. That's the, the funniest thing, That's bro. the beauty of having it independent because I just get to be myself. Mm-hmm. I really can't. I could be myself on the internet, but I'm going to get flagged all day. But on here, there's no shadow banning. There's no, you can't say that. That's going to offend this community. There's mm-hmm. no cancel. We just get to genuinely be ourselves, so now they in for some interesting stuff.
2: Sign Do y'all really be going fishing, or is it like just?
0: Um, no, nah, bro. We the closest we got to fishing is like jumping in the ocean, but we no, haven't no, no, necessarily. No, no,
2: I'm talking about when you be posted like, yo, we we going to look for something.
0: Oh no, bro. That's a re- that's oh <laughs> that's see that that's real life. It was like every two days,
2: you are like, yo, we go up to the club, we got to looking for something. What's that process
0: like? I mean, not um, how does that work? So, bro, really. We DM, okay, so we DM women back and forth to each other all day. And then basically, I just be like, what you think? She'll be like, what I think? And then from there, we come to an agreement. I'm, I'm the shy one, so, like, I'm laid back. But we'll come to an agreement. and she's, like, aggressive with the things that she want in her approach. So she diving straight into the DM or the phone or the comments, like, hey, we think, da-da-da-da. And then from there, they either it's either yay or nay. They sign their NDA, and it's party time. NDA, yeah, gotta have an NDA. Yeah, no, I don't need them going. I don't need to write no tell-all voice. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah, bro, we, bro, we have we have a lot of. That's why I say yeah, and, I, I do enjoy the network idea because people gonna get to see a part of me they never got. All they get to see of me is like teach or buy or dad, mm. and I keep it that way intentionally. But with the network, they'll be able to. I don't know. I think people underestimate. Like people, people be saying like bro, I don't see how you deal with the trolls and how you just keep your cool. And I'm like, bro, if you knew my real life, you would know, like, I don't have the energy to muster up negativity because my life be so turned up in, like, the most amazing <laughs> way. Like, if you woke up how I woke up, man, you're not beefing with nobody on the internet. You can <laughs> laugh, toss that phone, and get back to whatever you're doing to start your day. Yeah. But yeah, bro, from, we got the fam- So, debut, we got the family show, Grace mm. Licks, the most dangerous family on the planet. Uh... We got a fitness, love, and show with a mix of comedy. Um,
2: are they all you, you or you're just kind of like putting oh, people... Oh, no, no,
0: So I don't want to oversaturate myself on the network at no. all. So I'm sticking to like one or two things and I'm out of the way. Everybody else doing their thing. No. But um, we got the beef hotline where it's going to be a... It's a play on words because it's a vegan chef along with my partner. And they cook vegan meals, which is non-beef. But they intercept and receive calls from different parties who are beefing. And we basically bring them on while simultaneously making a non-meat meal and help them iron out their beef and their differences on the show. Mm. Um That's that's dope. Yeah, no, bro. We have a lot that's of fun. Dope. We got we got a uh, interview show called Amnesty, where some of uh, some dope and controversial individuals get to express themselves and and we, 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 we throw a little obstacle course in there while they're eating and whatnot. Uh, I mean, while they're interviewing, via their food. So we basically put people in. We interview them, but we hit them with some type of shock that's far left field. Like, you'll see an interview with 19 Keys soon. That's going to be real interesting because this is not a space that anybody ever seen mm-hmm. Keys in. But um, I'm trying to think of what else on Give the show. Give me an debut.
2: example of, like, you throw something in far left. What you mean?
0: So Keys Keys was in the middle of his interview and we had some very very beautiful energetic young ladies mm. that took removed their clothes and they came in while he was interviewing and they danced for him and just you know it's some nice theatrics while he was talking about
2: yeah you know, look like it's that cuz Keith is like a serious person he like
0: like a stand up <laughs> dude he's going to sit there and be focused you feel me right <laughs> <laughs> yeah no bro we have a ball um Y'all, am I missing any oh, debut shows? We got Gods Amongst Men. That's going to be a dope one because it's men only for this specific channel. So it's a place where, like, it's, it's going to give you that little Rascals energy where, like, where the fellas really get to kick it, no women allowed, and we just get to let our hair down, be ourselves, but really, like, build. And uh, it's going to be therapeutic, but it's going to be like barbershop talk at the same time. Mm. But the beauty is just no women allowed. So, you ain't got to get judged or get cursed out later yeah. for your thoughts and your opinions. Chelsea has the opposite with the safe haven where the ladies do the same exact thing. And am I missing anything else on the debut, y'all? Any other shows you rolling out with that I didn't mention? I know it's six. Oh, Derek has his own gun show that's coming out. Mm.
2: Um, How old is Derek?
0: He just turned 13 day before yesterday.
2: Derek Grace three, right?
0: Yeah, he's the okay. third. So, yeah, bro, we we... We got a lot in the oven, too. But the debut, we got like six or seven shows rolling out for the debut.
2: So walk me through the business model, okay? So let's say Joe has a show where um, he's cooking topless. You know what I mean? Because Joe, he, he be into that kind of stuff. He's going to do a show. <laughs> he's cooking, like, seafood topless. I don't know why that's the thing. Mm-hmm. But he he records it himself, right? Mm-hmm. Submits it to you. Mm-hmm. How much does he make from that?
0: Gotcha. So I'm glad you asked that, Scope. We'll have a section for that also where people that want to submit pilots or feel like they're mm-hmm. a good fit for the network, ideas, whatever, concepts they'll be able to submit that. We'll review it and go from there. But basically, so we would, we would, of course have to pull Joe's statistics to see what type of numbers he make, moving on his own, his following, traction, all that good stuff. And then from there, we will make Joe an offer because we've signed multiple people so far. We just, Staying quiet until September first, with who we officially sign. But we would basically meet Joe with a number that fits our budget that could fit him as well. And then from there for his viewership. So like they get they get signing bonuses also. They get viewership bonuses. So if Joe out after he shoot his show and it's on the network, he going hard on social media, running his numbers up, and his show is performing well, then Joe get Joe continuously gets more paper because I mean he clearly putting in more work, mm-hmm. he bringing in numbers. So
2: but is there a particular formula that that everybody's going to follow knowing going in. Like, I know if I get X amount of views or downloads, I can equate this to this number.
0: Yeah, no, we do have an actual formula. I don't know the specific number. That's Dominique, who mm. we all in the email. And gotcha. or not. But Dominique handle that part. But no, they, they do have a specific formula. I'm just not savvy on what it is from A to Z. Gotcha. But I do know signing bonuses are there. Um... And I also know, based on your viewership, you get paid more and more outside of what you're getting already on salary.
2: Mm, and you said it's thirteen dollars a month.
0: Yeah,
2: $12.99, $12.99 a month. Mm-hmm. Yo, I want to start a network, man.
0: No, bro, you should. I mean, bro, you 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 running the pat the the pat the podcast industry, bro. You definitely could create a conglomerate of.
2: You know, I was thinking. I was thinking, like, definitely going to start a podcasting network, mm. but. I'm starting to see what you're saying where people don't mind subscribing as long as you continue to deliver content. And then the people, like when Joe has his his topless cooking show, he's going to promote it and they're going to come on driving people to the subscription.
0: Exactly. That's lit, bro. Yeah, bro. So that's the beauty of it is basically creating like a force field with the budget to where we can encompass this type of talent. But getting the right talent, because we know that talent plus my marketing uh, expertise is going to take us to a level where it makes sense. So, like, my payroll done ballooned from—my payroll initially with the video game and payroll is like $115,000 a month. Well, that's not including security. Mm. But payroll, just for the business side, has ballooned like another sixty seventy thousand $70,000 a month. But it's well worth it because based off the formula that I created for the subscription program, like— yeah, bro. We'll, I'll be, we'll, we'll be able to accumulate that type of we'll generate that type of revenue just to cover payroll in like probably like the first three, four days of the month. And, mm. and the other 20. That's how I would do it now with business, except it was retail. So if payroll, if payroll like 120 a month, I know out the month, I probably should hit them. Like I like the average 30 a day. So we're talking from the first to the fourth day of the month, payroll out the way. The other 26 days of the month is going to be fun or invested. And I'm, I'm going to run the same type of system with, the, uh, with, uh, with DGTV. Because we're doing away with Shopify now at this point. There'll be no retail. Gotcha. So, bro, they, it is a big risk. And I, I totally felt what you were saying yesterday because I'm essentially walking away and shutting down a multi-million dollar machine. And I'm going to be like, all right, well, you a zero dollar machine, but I'm going to make you multi-million in a month's time. But that is the goal, though. I'm, I'm guaranteeing I'm going to get DGTV at a million dollar uh, business in 30 days. That's my goal.
2: And that, you know, really, this this whole play that you're doing right now, the more I get to know you falls in line with your character and who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like I feel like you enjoy the thrill. Like, right. if you didn't, it seems like if you didn't make so much money last year, you'd probably still be doing the same thing. But now you went so high, you're like, hold on, I got to do this again.
0: This- no, bro, and that's the thing. Like, I t- I've had a conversation with my lady is I'm thrill-driven. I don't function very well without adversity. Like, I need... There has to be some type of life defined goal at the end of the tunnel. I'm going to be like, Man, I'm not running down now. I don't feel like running down. I'm going mm. to just sit here. So for me, bro, I really do work that way. Like, I know it was two different occasions last year. I bought million-dollar homes. Uh, my home was like 1.2. I bought that in one day. And my mother's home was 800. I bought that in one day. I had to spend that at one moment. But for me... I was a little sad having to spend that much, but it was, like, hella motivation because seeing my account drop like that and being like, all right, now we got something to work for. But I'm one of the people, bro, when it's too cool, it's too easy, I get complacent, and I don't perform at my best because there's nothing to perform for. Like, everything is just working. It's too easy right now.
3: Give me your
2: keys to success, man. What are, like, the the philosophies that you live by that if somebody takes these, Mm -hmm. they can go win, period.
0: All right, number one would be... uh, Self-love, bro, that's the—and I know that word sounds cliche because everybody using it so much, y'all, but listen, when y'all learn to really just, like, answer to self and seek cosigns and and the green light from self, that's going to free you up from so much. Bro, I think that's one of the biggest things that separate me from most people is, like, I just don't care. I genuinely don't care about anybody's negative opinion. And I kind of care about their positive opinion. I don't even care about that one that much. Yeah. So with that being said, my only, my only reliance for like, you know, uh empowerment is myself, because I'm not looking for it from anywhere else. I know that I'm enough. I know I'm more than enough. And I know like I'm already that dude. We just waiting on the rest of the world to see it. But I was born him. It's just up to them to sit. And if they don't sit, the same way with me pulling the products back, like if you ain't buy it, that's your fault. Mm-hmm. I know that I know the space that I occupy you know, in the 2020s, but it'd be self-love, bro, self-awareness. I feel like if you don't know who or what you're shooting at, then why are you shooting? And that's mm-hmm. why I think, that that's the state I think a lot of people are in right now is they know where they want to go or they, they want more, but they don't know how to get there, what they're truly trying to obtain or even their level of happiness. Like, it's a gang of people right now that couldn't tell you, like, what makes you happy. They would have absolutely no answer for you. Mm-hmm. So imagine, like, You not knowing what makes you happy, but wanting to be great in life. Like, bro, you ain't even figured out you yet, let alone the business side of you. So self-love, self-awareness, self-education is a must. I feel like your oppressor is never going to educate you to a level to actually overthrow them. So why would you give them the occupancy of your full mind? I mean, I might listen to you a little bit. I might receive a little bit of what you said. But for the most part, I'm running with my gut, my thought process. And... um. Self-preservation, bro, whether it be physically, financially or mentally, like we live in a we live in a competitive world with a competitive nature. So if you're not really focused on how you can be the smartest, then you're probably going to get lost in the sauce out here. If you're not focused on how you could be the most dangerous, you may run into some physical adversity one day that, you know, take you out, take you out of here in your 20s. So for me, self-preservation is key. And I tell everybody, um. Not more so key. Well, no, these are part of the keys to success, but my motto, whether it be the work, entrepreneurship, the other side of the fence, infiltrate, educate, and vacate. Nothing is new under the sun. So identify the things and the people who are doing things that you can't or are unable to do. Hold and on real study quick. Them. Educate. Infiltrate, educate, and vacate.
2: Infiltrate, educate, and vacate. Right. Okay, break that down. I'm sorry. I, so I, for I me, not, bro,
0: if I had to infiltrate and educate and vacate right now, it would be, so I want to buy a jet because we fly on jets all the time and I, I think it's just way too expensive. So I eventually want to own one. And him 500 inspired me inspired me to just seeing bro do his thing. So with that being said, if I'm infiltrating, I'm going to start to mingle around people who are in the aviation world because I'm trying to get game. I'm trying to figure out price points. I'm trying to figure out who to plug on the gas, who, who to plug on parts, this and that and third. Educate is me getting in the rooms with these individuals and soaking up all the intellectual property I can. Vacating is me then taking my experiences, my wit, my knowledge, all that game I, I, I ear-hustled and got, and my bag, investing in it, and building an aviation center next door, to door, next door to theirs. And now we actively competing. And I know y'all ain't going to outwork me, out-internet me, or out-market me. So that's how right now I would infiltrate, educate, and vacate. And people who got jobs, I tell everybody, to get jobs for information and not money. So the money is the plus, but the game you're going to take from the job is the real gift. So if you want to teach financial literacy, go get a job at a bank, H&R Block, Amscot. Get yourself around people who moving and grooving, moving money 24 hours a day. And, you know, the same play. Get all the OT you can. Get all the time and the half. You take your bag and your intellectual property, you build your own situation, and now y'all competing. Dang.
2: I do got to ask you this, too, because this is your last month of teaching, mm-hmm. right?
0: Got two days.
2: Two days. And I see <laughs> your... Um, I really want to know how many times you made
0: five dollars and you made a dollar ninety nine. All right, bro. I don't know. Now, I need some of the numbers. But members, I'm gonna tell bro. you day one. Or I want to say we had thirty thousand orders, forty thousand somewhere in there. I know day one we sm- we smacked them for like a hundred. I can't remember much it was, bro. It was a hundred five
2: dollars at a time.
0: Yeah, bro. And I've never had that type of price point, so people really like. Look, Did you? so we got one going right now. Because
2: the so, price is $2 now,
0: right? Yeah. $199. And this is how many done came through since me and you sitting here talking. We only had 13 minutes right now.
2: God,
0: all day long. Yeah, that's, that's over 100 since me and you been having this conversation. I don't care, bro. You
2: missed, you missed that money a little bit.
0: <laughs> you missed the little, them little things all day, bro. I, know, I look, know it. No, bro, look. So look, I do. I will say that, bro, because I had this conversation with my lady that Shopify ding psychologically. <laughs> Anybody that got it know it like it's motivating. Yeah. Or like it just it just make you check your phone like oh another one another one right. another one. So I do genuinely like physically I miss that ding because that ding is like a sign of success almost it's like right. getting closer getting closer right. getting closer. <laughs> I do miss that but no I I I will miss it.
2: But you'll recreate it.
0: Yeah, we'll you'll probably
2: that. create another little ding for like when people sign up for DGTV. So yeah, we're
0: gonna figure something out. Cause I, that, that mo- it's motivation for real. Yeah, how much it costs to build out this network? Um, Bruno, right now on the coding, I think we between twenty five and thirty five thousand just on the coding. Mm-hmm. If we talking, oh, building out the network, payroll, uh, sets, cameras. Okay, bro. So I know easily. Hey, I could just pull it up. We can get an accurate number. Mm. I ain't gonna uh, lie, bro. August is my birthday month, but boy, I was like, I need a gift. All this money I had to spend. (laughs) I need a gift.
2: You did this all in a couple months, though, right?
0: Yeah, bro. We we had we we generated the idea to go independent last month, and. Shout out to the team. Shout out to Ash, Khadija, Liz, everybody, because they got active and pulled it off.
2: And when did you s- decide to stop teaching?
0: Uh, the top... Like, literally, it was, like, two days left in July, and I told Khadijah, I was like, look, take all the products down. I'm done with it. And at the end of August, is my last month, and we gone. So, yeah, bro, total spending... I have a bag. Yeah, total, total spending for August was $572,120. I will say only from august
2: to september august to almost september
0: but honestly though only uh only 300 and some change went towards like actual network stuff payroll, sets airbnbs jets uh signing people well no not yet sign i do got a signing bonus i got to pay out to somebody tomorrow and all so that number gonna go up but
2: what's your signing bonus right now
0: I know one of them, one person, he's about to get a $25,000 signing bonus. Mm. Now, he a monster, though. I can't wait to say his name. And I know everybody going be like, wow, that's a match made in heaven.
2: <laughs> Pull up the Instagram. Just show oh, me how you going to say should. it on the camera.
0: <laughs> I can't
2: wait. My, my, my curiosity would not leave the question sitting right there. This is going to be a major
0: a- one, bro. Oh, wow.
2: Uh, yeah, that's a match. Yeah. Yeah,
0: we're going to have some fun.
2: I couldn't think of nobody better. Ah, <laughs> y'all want to know, don't you? <laughs> yes, you do. I know, I know. Yo, you. When you were starting talking about um, like self love, yeah. a lot of people talk about it, but they don't necessarily practice it because All I right. think self love always requires some sort of sacrifice, right? Yeah. So I can be building my business, I can go get this money, or I can practice self love. I can. Some days I don't want to get up, bro.
0: Yeah, I'm with you.
2: I have sir. I have a business where um, I mean I don't always, I don't always, no, I do love podcasting, but I don't want to do it every day. Right, right. But would I give up like the income that I make from it? I'm not too sure, which kind of begs the question: how much do I love myself?
0: So let me answer that question, bro, in a better way, right? I was riding last year in 2020, and I remember looking up. Look it up again. I Googled and I was like, define told Google, define the word wealth. It simply said, because I thought about this too, bro, after you mentioned that yesterday, I was like, I didn't get that. Wealth is an abundance of valuable possessions or money. The state of being rich, material, material prosperity, plentiful supplies of a particular resource. So with that being said, I was riding yesterday, uh, not yesterday, last year. I remember Googling that and I'm like, we in the car, and I just had an opinion. I'm like, babe, you know we considered wealthy? And she was like, we are? And I was like, yeah, by definition, we wealthy. Mm-hmm. So, like, I ain't gonna lie, like, my mind was blown. I know it's a simple conversation. My mind was so blown. Like, damn, I'm actually wealthy. I'm in the wealthy category. But anyway, bro, the reason why it is easier to walk away from that machine, even though it's pumping a lot, is because I made some really— smart investments last year that put us in a place where I'm going to say this, bro. If I, if I got into financial turmoil, it would have to be me just being like reckless on a, on a scary, scary level because, and not saying this from a a braggadocious standpoint, but it's almost hard for my family to like financially go broke at this point. Cause like last year alone, I spent like $6 million on real estate. Mm. So the real estate portfolio at this point is like close. It got to be close to $7 million because I had like small houses. But last year I started buying like million dollar homes. Mm. Um, outside of that, the gold got an evaluation of one. Like last I checked 1.5, but I heard it's somewhere around 1.8 now. The gun collection and yeah, itself. got a
2: valuation of gold of 1.5, 1.8 million yeah. dollars.
0: I know last time I physically checked, it was 1.2 and some change. And then my man told me it should be at 1.5 now. But I ain't looked myself in a minute.
2: Is it just jewelry? Or are you, like, like gold bars at the curb? No, nah,
0: bro, just jewelry. So, like, not including this, this this stuff with the glittery stuff in it. But just, like, plain Jane Rollies uh, and gold weight. We had almost 60, like, 62 or 64 pounds with every piece combined. Mm. Uh, and I, that didn't even count the Rollies. Just the gold. Because last time I did an appraisal, I just took him straight Cubans. No, no, uh, no Rollies. But anyway, bro, between the guns, the gold... In the real estate, um, if we, if we went broke, bro, or it was like financial stress, it would have to be because I just did something like ridiculously stupid, like bought five Maybacs and just, <laughs> yeah, I'm just out here wild and I bought five Maybacs. We buying all the diamonds in the world, just reckless stuff. So that is one reason, right? To be real with you, my expenses, not including payroll, but my expenses per month, my bills is like $5,000. Because like I don't like buying things if I can't own it. Mm. So the fact that when I had my oh, highest when I had my highest peak in business, I did like, and I started understanding how people be having the bag and they go broke later because there's no ownership. They'll go, they'll go get this inflated overhead lifestyle of like, all right, I gotta pay for my Lambo today, Rose Royce today, other six houses. When I had a bag, we went big, but it was all asset-based. Mm-hmm. So now right now, if I want to play with the equity in my real estate, we're talking 80% or $7 million. That's a lot of equity for somebody who only got $5,000 in bills. And another thing I do, bro, like, I'm not so being... We,
2: I'm sorry, real quick. When you bought the $6 million worth of real estate, you just bought it right out.
0: We cash out on everything. So the way I structure my real estate deals, too, so nobody get it twisted. I got $6 million in real estate, but I've only spent a $1 million in one setting twice in my life. But the way we do, bro, is my realtor basically a find a property, we hit them and go, Mr. Grace want to put $300,000 down. He'll give you 300 cash today if you're willing to have an open contract for 60 days. So I'll drop 300 cash today, get that motivation because my back against the wall, hit the internet, turn up, make an M in a month. And when the 30 days up, we'll pay the other 700 cash out, done deal. Mm. And it was like, so we, we basically like, I'm going to throw you a half a million. Just hold, hold that for me. Give me 30 days. I'll be back. We come back and we buy them. So, Because I know people are like, oh, I ain't spent $6 million at one time. But I did it over the course of the year, though. We definitely spent like $6 million just on houses last year.
2: So you'll drop a big bag and it forces the, you
0: to go get the rest of the money. Yeah, because it's a, it's a double thing, right? The bag going to entice them. They're like, oh, damn, we're working with a client with some paper. He just dropped cash, quarter million. And then I go look at my account like, damn, I'm down a quarter. Let me turn up. And then that's when y'all start seeing 12 videos a day. <laughs> blah, 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 Boom. Then somebody else in the family got a million dollar house, so yeah, so God, that's man. I just want to throw that out there, too. with real estate, I don't want because I'd I be no people be feeling pressure and like, Oh, I ain't got it right now. Y'all make them an offer, just make them a cash offer to hold it down till you get the rest. They like the cash, they'll take it and they'll hold the house down. And you show like the longest one I ever did was 120 days. I threw them like 40,000 and they held it for me for four or five months, and I came back and cashed out the other like 800,000.
2: What happened? So if Let's say you do... A, it's called an open contract. Yeah. So you do an open contract for 90 days, but you don't have the rest of the money for the 90 days. Oh, you
0: finna take that L. They keep that bread. Yeah. I had to have one before. I did one last year. My pops, he didn't say he won. It was my fault, right? So in the neighborhood I live in, it's 13 houses. I purchased four of them within the last year. No, it's 12 houses, one lot. I purchased a lot and three houses in the last year. So we own a quarter of the neighborhood right now. It was another house in there he didn't even ask for it, but I just jumped the gun and went and put it, put down on it to give it to him. But then he ended up telling me, like, he didn't want it. Not that he didn't want it, but where he live at now is like a mile away from my gun store. And he was like, man, you know, we're going to have to move. I'm right here. I can oversee everything. So they ended up getting 140000 from me. And then the day, it was two days before it closed. Hold, yeah, hold
2: on, hold on, hold on. They, you just gave him the one forty, but he, he didn't agree to sell his house?
0: No, he ain't had to sell his. I was gonna buy his. Are oh, you talking about the people? Did yeah. they agree? Yeah, no, they they was ready. So they took my money. Like, okay, you got a four month deal. Put the hundred and forty down and come back. Mm-hmm. Two days before it's supposed to close, I owe them seven hundred sixty thousand. I hit my dad. I'm like, so I'm finna I'm finna close. And he was like, I just hit the hesitation in his voice. I'm like, Dad, you know if you don't want to move, like you can say that. I'd rather take the L on the one forty, and keep my seven sixty, than drop the whole nine, and then you don't want it. So he's like, nah, I stay where I'm at. So I lost the 140. They don't, they don't give a penny of that back. You just take that. Yeah. You were
2: buying it just for your dad?
0: Just for him. Why
2: not just complete the other seven something and rent it out or something?
0: Okay, bro. So for me, I like big flips. So renting a house out ain't enough for me. Me and, me and the wife done talked about flipping, renting and out. And I'm like, but it's not enough money for me. Like, I like six figure transactions. So if it's not, if they ain't paying like ten thousand dollars a night in rent, <laughs> I don't want it. I'm straight. I'm good. So no, I definitely thought of that, but I don't. Not not saying smaller increments don't excite me, cause small added comes a becomes a lot. But just to be like, oh man, let me call my property manager and make sure they got that thousand dollars from Rodney Jones. Nah, I ain't. I'm not making that phone up <laughs> <laughs> Rodney pays or anything. Man, I'm, not, I'm not chasing that man by five grand. I ain't got it. Not five hundred grand, and we calling Rodney. We knocking oh on the gosh. door. where the rent at?
2: Yo, man, you might be the coolest <laughs> entrepreneur I've ever interviewed, man. Yeah. Appreciate yeah I it, man. wanna. Uh, I wanna say thank you, man. It's. Uh,
0: thank uh, you, bro.
2: This has been a very enlightening conversation.
0: Appreciate
2: it because I'm starting to value, like. I'm starting to at least, like, evaluate what would I be willing to put down for mm. my own sanity? Not... Luckily, I like what I do now. Right. But I don't ever want to get so caught into the income generation that I can't let it go to go yeah. be happy.
0: And, bro, I've been there. Like, shout out to my lady because she's very intentional about... So, bro, we have a cool... Uh a cool makeup, right? Like, I love getting a lot of money. She doesn't like what comes with a lot of money. So it's a balance. Like, I'm going to go hunt. I'm going to, like, I'm the one in the room be like, yeah, I need a bill. She the one be like, I don't need that much. You know, I could, and I'm straight. This as long as you straight and I could buy you this and the family. I'm the one that's like, nah, like, I want our next career to be the size of a mega church." That's my, that's how I'm coming. <clears> like, everything got to be larger in life for me. So, it's a great balance, though, because she's been on me this year. But, like, like, one of our rules is, and it's from her, every time we buy, I buy something for one of them, I got to buy something for me. Because mm-hmm. I'm that person that, like, a totally forget about me. I won't eat. I won't do nothing. i just grind, grind, grind and be like, y'all happy? Y'all got what y'all need? Everybody good? So, uh, yeah, bro, having that conversation and then her and I was having some relationship issues. Right? This, this is one of, like, the biggest epiphanies, right? This is literally like a month or two ago. I'm in my crib, 7,000 square feet. This house is worth like $1.5 million now. I'm on the phone with my realtor. I'm trying to buy a house in Vegas for like $4 million. Another house, I think it was Albany, for like $2 million. And then I seen a third house in Milledgeville that was like $800,000. i am like, cool. I'm finna, I'm finna get my realtor to work a move. The same down payment thing with all three of them spend like half a meal between all three of them, and then I got to pay it off. I got four months to come up with like $7, 8000000 million. So I'm like, cool, you know, plan in motion. And then my right mind kicked in, right? Because me and her beefing, she done went to her mama house in Georgia. I'm back in Tampa, and I'm like, damn, I'm going to buy these houses. Like, who going to hang out in them? Because we like, <laughs> cause we're like I'm, I'm literally sitting in my room, like, I don't even watch TV. I remember I had the TV on and all. Like, I'm watching TV, laying in the bed. On the phone, like, yep, just handling business, you know, da-da-da-da. And then uh, then it hit me because me and her texting at the same time. I'm like, damn, imagine having all that real estate, but don't nobody want to live with you in the real estate. And I was just like, but bro, just going back to what you were saying, and this for you two as well and anybody else, it's very important that we are for ourselves what we are for others. Mm -hmm. So imagine, like, helping people to keep their families together and and self love, and teaching them how to build businesses, and they taking the game we giving them, and they got happy, healthy children and great relationships. And you, you just over here paid, and like you know, outside with it, and I just like, oh no. Nah. Basically, bro, you ever seen soul man? Oh, well, it was the part where Bernie Matt was like, not not literally, but he was oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bernie he's yeah, yeah, like, yeah, F F them you. kids, right. and that's the mentality. <laughs> I, had. I was like, you know what? F all y'all and y'all families y'all children y'all businesses everything I'm going home I ain't messing with y'all no more bro so <laughs> nothing against them per se but it was just more so me realizing like how you pouring into the world and you empty internally yeah. or your crib and shambles so That's nah right. bro self love is a must Man. we'll get lost in the money and the success
2: that's a fact. That's a fact. Man, I appreciate you, man. Appreciate for you, coming. I, I know y'all got a flight to catch. I got to do a quick commercial and I'm going to have you close this out, okay? okay. Um, this episode is sponsored by The Morning Meetup, themorningmeetup.com. I don't know if you know about The, the, the Morning Meetup. I
1: heard about
2: it. Every single morning. It's hundreds of entrepreneurs that I'm coaching and teaching entrepreneurship. I got to get you on there, man. Literally, I think it's like over 500 people on the call every morning. And uh, Monday through Friday. So, um, yeah, go to TheMorningMeetup.com and be a part of it. Derek Grace, thank you so much. I got uh, one last question. And then you can close us out with something powerful and let everybody know how they can catch you. Where do you see yourself in the next five to ten years? Because I want to be able to watch this Derek Grace interview. And from five to five, ten years from now and say, yo, Derek said that
0: five years ago. Right, right, right. What do you say? Um, five to ten years, bro. I'm sure I will be either underground or very, very secluded somewhere uh, with more children, more land, and just at peace, ignoring the hell out of the world Intentionally. That's the only thing I can't foresee, bros I'm gonna be somewhere remote with animals in my family, and we none of that yeah we we cool on the communication like i I would love for my family to have certain days that we access our phones like if you're looking for us, we'll call you on Fridays, but other than that, leave That's us alone. Hard. The other six we just outside um, with our children, our animals, our acid, our mushrooms, and we just enjoying our lives and ignoring <laughs> everybody. <laughs>
2: But truth.
0: Derek, thank you so
2: much, man. Please no let everybody know how to find you, how they can tap in with the network, man.
0: Uh, and y'all, y'all can find me, Derek Grace 2, on all social platforms. Uh, my social platform is dg2tv.com. That's where y'all can find me. Whether you want to subscribe, you want to get in the know, if you're a creator and you want a place of no censorship and the freedom to really be who you are, come see us. If you want to subscribe and you know, you want to get a dose of that content, the real life, the fun, the cries, the happiness, the sadness. Subscribe. So no matter what side of the fence you want, be sure to subscribe. And yeah, bro, um, we gonna have a million subscribers by Christmas, and I'm gonna make sure I check in and let the world. I make sure I screenshot and let the world know. Like I put everything on that. I and I, my last one. I bet a mill that we be worth the bill by my 34th birthday. Yeah. So we can we can revisit this one in two years, and we can see like you know. Yeah, bro, pull it out, but I'm confident it's easy.
2: I love it. I love it. I think we got a a video that we're gonna share, so everybody can check out and uh, go to the link. So, um, thank you so much. Oh, close out, man. Oh yeah, no doubt. Close out with something. Some just put a bow on this whole interview, man. As as we get out of here,
0: Um, the biggest thing I'm gonna close out with y'all is I think we're ushering ushering into an era where we're gonna have to be way more intentional about having our voice heard, about being able to get our genuine thoughts out. So I just want to try to be mindful, like, you can't overthrow the people that you wish to overthrow while housing your intellectual property on their platforms. I know y'all tired of being banned. Listen, y'all, I ain't been on live in like four months. Like, I get no love on Instagram. But anyway, whether it's DGTV or not, this ain't even plug DGTV. I just want you to know these social platforms wouldn't have the level of monetization they do and they wouldn't be as big as they are if our culture didn't sprinkle our flavor on it. So just be mindful next time, you know, you ranting and raving, you teaching or whatever you're doing, because they're making paper off our intellectual property. Mm. We getting likes and follows. That's over. So like I was saying yesterday, bro, my new motto is: um, some people own the internet, but we own the internet, and that's how we moving, bro. If it ain't, if we can't have complete control and be able to like go make commercial and advertisement deals off our intellectual property, then we ain't letting them do it either. I'm going to get some money and nobody ain't getting no money. Basically, that's what I'm saying. And I want you to have the same mentality. I love it. Same thing, y'all. You got to be the benefactor of your business deal. Why are we still going into business? Like, what's the point of having a contract if it's not in your favor? You might as well just took whatever they was willing to hand you and just go be a good boy or girl and do what they said.
2: Jeez, listen! Can't close it out no better than that, man. Do yourself a favor: one, go follow Derek Grace. Two, uh, be a part of the network. Three, go get you some social proof, meaning go build something. But then I need you to come back to your community with all the information Mm -hmm. and teach your community how you built what you built. It's the only way our community grows. And after you're done teaching, then you can like chill, like Derek, stop teaching. You good? Just
0: walk away. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
2: get out of there I appreciate you, I Thank you, family. Yeah, appreciate you, man. David Chance presents to you the morning meetup.
3: of resources and contacts. You need to be in an environment of success. So head over to themorningmeetup.com today for
1: your
2: $1 seven-day trial. That's right, just $1 for seven days of access to The Morning Meetup. Take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today. Themorningmeetup.com.